1: Welcome to AVG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. My name is Mel.
2: I'm Janet. And I'm Helen. Welcome to 2021, ladies. Woo-hoo! We have opened the door to a new year. Uh, so, if you joined us last week, we did a, a wrap up of 2020, which we all know was a very challenging year, and we and we went deep and we talked personally about all of our experiences. So, go back and listen to that if you haven't already. But in today's episode. We're looking forward. Mm -hmm. We have 300 plus amazing days ahead of us. And now that we've closed the door on 2020 and we've entered a new year for 2021, we wanted to take some time to reflect individually on what we would like to, I don't know if you want to say accomplish or focus on or what our goals are this year, but just resolutions, I guess, Mm -hmm. right,
1: is the topic. New Year's resolutions. What they is. Let's go. (laughs) Exactly what Helen just said. I think last episode, you could already hear the difference. I was like sobbing and crying. But, you know, reflecting again on 2020, I don't want to sit in my pain. I want to take it and then build on it and become a better person. So 2021 is about focusing on those resolutions. For sure.
0: And we know that things are not going to change overnight uh, from 2020. But I do really feel that there is progress. And I am very hopeful for this coming year for, for all of us. So with that... Miss Helen, would you like
2: to start us off with your
0: personal 2021 resolution? Oh, man. Oh, woman. Well, All right, <laughs> let's do this. Um, these past two years, I think for me, have been pretty wild. If you listen to the last episode, I went through some intense, life-changing things. Uh, and I think 2021 is going to be even more wild, but in a big, like, milestone-y way. Mm. Adulting. Uh, for one, I am going to be getting married. To my best friend the absolute rock of my life and i am so excited for that like we're basically married now but i think i'm just ready to move on to this next phase of my life with him and and just go through life with him and Mm. it just feels very right so i am very excited for that um and with that also another big life change potentially crossing my fingers i would love to move out of the city of downtown la and into the burb life Um, i know jay you might you might want to join me on that train um but uh, i really i really want to have a single family home and a freaking backyard i want a place where i can finally grow my own gardens and like go to my backyard and just like pick a pick a vegetable and put in my mouth you know (laughs) (laughs) and i don't know i feel like if i really think about this next year thinking about 2020 and how much change there's been like what if you know we grow our family you know like, like a pet or something you know what i mean like a like a dog or a turtle or you know something or a little human i mean i, I don't know you know <laughs> um but aside from that those big things like even maybe my sister annie and my brother-in-law ray maybe they'll be in la maybe my parents mm. will move here so there's like a lot of things that are sort of like in discussions and uh not a lot of things happening yet but i think they will be in 2021 so these are like major life events. And I and I remember in 2019 when I was going through all the shit I mentioned in the last episode, I remember thinking to myself, you better start taking care of your health, not just your physical, but like your mental too. I am a firm believer that you cannot fully love someone until you learn to love yourself. Mm-hmm. They don't deserve your open wounds to bleed all over them. So and it was very important for me to fix myself before I could tend to someone else. So I think standing sitting where I am today at the beginning of 2021, I feel like very ready. Like outside of these enormous life goals, like marriage and house, I think similar to actually what Jay, you said last year in your resolutions, I want to think thoroughly about the type of life that I want for myself because I never had this before. Mm. I want to be the boss of my own life and it is a very exhilarating feeling to feel so liberated from the shackles of your brain of what I had gone through in the past two years. Mm. Plus, right? And I feel like if you can imagine me as a cartoon, I feel like I've been sitting in my chair that's really like a rocket ship, and the ceiling that's contained me suddenly opened up and I'm finally able to like shoot out of the ceiling and, and towards the moon.
1: Rocket to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Rock- yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, that's how, that's how I feel right now. And, and I think I'm finally ready to be the boss of my own life. But to get there, I know I have a lot of work to do. And one of the biggest hurdles in my self-progress is, uh, is, is being vulnerable. Um, and I think in many ways, it is the core of what I struggle with. I'm the type of person that has this, you know, like deep urgency to plan ahead. I'm extremely analytical. I'm a perfectionist. I like structure and having systems in place. I'm more practical than emotional, as you all know, and I'm also a type A. So being vulnerable feels difficult to me, and it doesn't come naturally. And I have two sub goals to try and be more vulnerable here. One, letting go of control. Mm-hmm. Um, when we first started this podcast and even up until now, I think it's a little tough to admit, but, I actually turned down a lot of recordings on other people's podcasts and a lot of interviews, too. Not because I didn't want to be on them, but because my my dumbass didn't feel like I was competent enough enough or that I wouldn't have anything to share. Like, here on ABG, we can split up our conversation into 20 minutes and we have control of the edit. But a full hour with me just talking with a spotlight on me that, like, I'm thinking about it. i'm like oh that sparks a lot of anxiety in me and i i do think that this like black or white thinking comes from the fact that for the past 10 years i've sat at a desk job mm-hmm. and i've never had someone ask me to share my story beyond a surface level so i've never had to flex those muscles before um, and my plan for this next year is to try my best to connect with people more outside of my comfort zone and really try and let go of that control mm. two getting better at public speaking by working through my doubts of having something something important to say. Uh, recently, I, I saw someone comment on our YouTube channel and they said, Helen sounds really anxious when she answers questions. And the thing is, I am, like, yeah, I am. This podcasting thing does not come easy for me. Uh, and as a lot of you know by now, public speaking is one of my greatest fears. Uh, as an example, and this isn't even in like a public speaking setting, Remember like in those group settings when you go around in a circle and you have to like introduce yourselves? Oh, I hate those. I hated that like anticipation. Like Mm -hmm. you knew that you were going to be the next to respond. Like you're five away Mm -hmm. and then you're four away and then you're three away, two (laughs) away. Oh my God, it's my turn next. I would literally start sweating profusely and say as little as possible to introduce myself. I'd be like, hi, I'm Helen. I'm from Boston. Nice to meet you all. And then immediately my face would turn bright
1: red. Mm -hmm, Me too. And
0: I don't know if it's like the same genome effect as like, when you drink and you're, you are get the Asian glow, probably not. But like I would turn bright red and I would just want to like hide. Um, so yeah, I think if I, I if I do sound a little anxious, it's because
1: I am. Uh, but I am trying. I actually think you've grown so much for the public speaking. Like there's so many times that we have speaking events this past, like last year that I was like, I think when you speak, you have like, you have such a good blend of sharing your story. You do it in such an engaging way. And you also speak very eloquently. <laughs> the way you speak and present yourself through these like talks I'm like wow Helen has her shit together mm-hmm. and I love the way you sound when you come off mm-hmm. I, I mean I love the way you sound during these events because mm-hmm. I feel like wow like, I'm actually taking notes from you when you're mm-hmm. talking thank you I think the I guess I put on
0: a a good falsehood I don't know like I think sometimes when I especially when I begin or I just I just never know when I'm going to get that like panic feel Mm. of like blacking out of like oh my gosh my voice is quivering like I can't I can't hide the quiver that's just something that is Mm. I'm accepting that it's just a part of me and if I if it comes out then it comes out and as long as I don't like let it shut me down that's what I'm trying to do I just can't control that quiver so it's like I just never know when it's gonna happen and it's like a scary thing Mm -hmm. not knowing when it's gonna like just suddenly come out and it's like oh my god I need to fight this and think and talk and answer questions and do all of these things and you know yeah, I definitely yeah. want to
2: echo Mel in that I think you've grown so mm-hmm. much in your public speaking. And I don't know I don't think it's because you weren't skilled at it before. I think you were just more fearful of it before. Mm-hmm. So I've seen you become more comfortable with it. But hearing you articulate that it's still something that you feel a physical like reaction to and a fear, I have to say that I applaud you for making that a goal for next year to do it more. Mm-hmm. Because if each time that's a lot of times that you're like getting on, you're like, Well, here we go again, and you get the, you know, butterflies, you get the sweats, but I think that's that's how you improve. That's how we saw you go, you know, from the beginning of last year to now to feel like I just I do feel like you're more comfortable now Mm -hmm. and another thing I noticed that you're actually a very good interviewer and I that's something that I've taken from you as well When we've had guests is that you're um Mm -hmm. very good at asking the questions Mm -hmm. so you know take that into something that's in your arsenal in your pocket is that you know speaking and conversing on a podcast isn't just about a one-way conversation there's a real skill to like
1: making the other person feel comfortable too. so thank you I appreciate that ladies I think one thing I want to add to is um the quiver I actually have not heard you quiver at all this past year like, at all. Oh.
2: Very no, <laughs> good. That was the first time. <laughs> like, I really haven't. Yeah, I actually haven't really heard it either. Oh,
0: yeah. oh maybe it's like, maybe it's, uh, obviously my voice you is feel, in my head. Yeah. yeah. So like, I fine. think cause you can feel that
2: maybe your vocal cords yeah. are shaking, but it yeah. isn't audible to other people. Yeah. You
0: know? yeah. I guess maybe the thing that I do when I feel that, because I definitely feel that with the past, and we've done like so many this past year, or in 2020, I think we've done like maybe like 15 speaking events. But each time I do feel that, I just speak louder and I just oh, try, so to, try to cover it yeah. and I try to make sure it's not like vibratoing it's like <laughs> yeah. crazy because if you force it out then it doesn't it doesn't come off that way but uh, I guess that's a, that's just the coping thing yeah. to do yeah, or, to it's, something it.
1: you, or maybe it's something you also learned from the Dear Beach episode you're like I need to know how to enunciate because my voice is not travel for you're like <laughs> my name <is laughs> yeah. now, and you're like kind of like emphasizing your mouth yeah wow these are good tips though yeah. but I, I
2: do remember um, a while ago when you would tell us that you would get invitations and you were you would just turn them down mm-hmm. you know and I think we understood at that point like a your schedule was crazy yeah. and then b it was really intimidating to do anything like that on our mm-hmm. own mm-hmm. but I would encourage you this year and for anyone listening who would oh want to invite no. her and thinks it's appropriate I'm um, not saying that if she doesn't respond it's not because she's not interested your calendar is going to be booked a lot as well but just yeah I think that that is an amazing thing that it's like now you're ready, you know. Mm-hmm. So the opportunities, hopefully, will
0: now be I'm starting up. to be ready. Yeah. So yes, I am. I apologize to anyone listening that's like, "Bitch, you didn't come on my podcast." <laughs> it's, it's not. It's I, it's because I think too highly of you and not She's of myself. Scared. So I am working on that, and that is something that I will continue working on. Thank you, ladies. Ooh, weird. Weird to to talk about this. So next of my resolutions is that I want to be more present with my family. Mm. I think this past Thanksgiving, I actually went back home to Boston and this was my first time I was able to really be present with them. In past years, when I was working at my finance job still, I would have my laptop with mm. me 85% of the time that we were together eating dinner in my sister's office. And this year I was able to be home and present and I really fucking love my family. Like, I really, really do. Now that I don't have the stress of, you know, the, the, the client-facing things and whatnot, and the work is a little bit different now, and I have more control of my schedule, I can actually plan out time to be with them. And it just felt so good to be present. And that's something that I've learned for myself in my core values. It's it's to be present with your friends and family, because life is short, and you never know when you're going to have no more time with them. So. Mm-hmm. That's something I really want to do more of. Once this whole COVID mess is done, I do want to see my family more in Boston.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, next. I have a lot. I hope that this might be Going. like... Ugh. Okay, yeah. let me let me try to get through these. All right. Um, I do want to show up and be better allies for marginalized communities. Not to get all political with this resolution, but this is something that I really deeply care for, especially with my work with ABG. It is now truly a part of my identity. And a lesson that I really learned in 2020 is that we're all in this together. Operating under the same systems, um, and so if we want true progress, we, we got to use the platforms and resources that we have to lift each other up. So that is a goal of mine that I am very cognizant of, and I want to utilize to help other marginalized communities. Um, I want to write a script. Oh, this might be new. Oh, for, you know, wow. Yeah. yeah. This is something that would be very personal, um, and a story, uh, I guess to myself. And I've been thinking about this for a while now, just never really put pen to paper. So, um, I think it'd be a pretty boss move if I can do this while, of course, prioritizing ABG. Yes, Mel and Janet. I see (laughs) (laughs) y'all. But yes, that's something that I've been thinking about. Um, I want to find a mentor, Mm. someone who is Asian female and an entrepreneur. This is something that I think I am really missing in my life. And I've been starting to feel this more because I really do have this passion to grow ABG to its full potential. And I've been thinking about how I wish I had an older sister to guide me through some of this process. Mm. Because I think the three of us, we have amazing synergy and chemistry. And we are growing this thing way faster than any of us expected. But there's something about having a mentor to sort of ground me. And also, I think, sort of just like nudge me in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think I'm missing that from my life. So that is something that I would like to seek out more uh, for uh, an older sister. <laughs> Next, I want to make a concerted effort to be more on time for things. Whoa! I think with a very demanding client facing job that I had, I honestly felt like I had very little control of my life and my mm. schedule. Mm. I was late to everything like dinner, parties, ABG meetings, you name it. And a lot of it was out of my control, but it became the norm of what what I was used to. right? And now that I don't have that life, I realize I don't want to bring that habit into my new life. And I want to reverse that feeling of not owning my life and my time. So that is something that I want to be more conscious of. I don't feel good when people are late for me. So why don't I hold myself to those standards for others, you know? Mm. So I think this will be a really hard habit to break, but I'm going to put it out there and and try my best to do that. Um, I want to focus on my health and my body. Mm. And this goal is not to lose weight, not to go on a juice cleanse and get toned or whatever because fuck those goals but this goal is for me to be more mindful with the things that i do consume mindful exercise and to be thankful for my body and the good health that i do have i will say um that i think this past year has made me realize how important health is um and to not see it as so like black and white like if i don't look a certain way then i'm going to be sad if i don't you know Mm -hmm. feel a certain way i'm going to be sad but to be just grateful and thankful for yourself and through that i think you're going to want to treat it well too hmm. uh low 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 on my priority of resolutions but aligned with fitness i do want to get a pull-up which now has been on my list for five years so i'll keep that one on there 2021 is going to be the year <laughs> yeah, well, i i will say that my push-ups are getting a lot stronger so oh we get in there you yeah. get in there y'all um, I do also want to make more time to read. I feel like this is also like my pull-up goal, which is always on my resolutions list. But some books that I wrote down, Principles by Ray Dalio, Limitless by Jim Quick, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, The Ride of a Lifetime by Bob Iger. That is something, that's one that i really wanted to read for a long period of time. The Silent Patient, which I heard is a great thriller. So if you are listening and you would recommend any of these books, let me know in the comments and push me to read them. I do want to read more seven habits of highly effective people was a
2: book that my dad um it during his like kind of midlife crisis or whatever in his like late 40s he really got into that and he was like buying that book for everyone wow. he was trying to get it. Through. Yeah. Yeah. i still haven't made it through sorry daddy <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh yeah I, i've heard really good things about that book yeah, yeah maybe that will be first on my list <laughs> um and then i want to clean out my closet and sell my clothes on depot or at whatever those sites are called <gasps> and donate my clothes
1: yeah i'm down to join you on that yeah yeah same i actually need <gasps> to
0: clean out my closet abg yet.
1: closet okay in 2021 yeah. hey keep your eye out for that yeah. <laughs> hey, beware of um helen's uh 20 year old sports bras yeah <laughs> be honest, I she know. does like her
2: home and workout clothes are clothes from like high, high school,
1: school. <laughs> she,
2: yeah
0: i i like wear. i mean if it's not broken why you know why fix it or that, why throw it away
1: yeah, that's true. I mean, that's a good point. It's funny because when we were shopping for her birthday gift, we asked Phil. We're like, does she, "Does she need fitness wear? Like, she has a lot." And he's like, "No, they're all from like when she was like 15. Please, <laughs> <give> her, yeah, <laughs> please give her new fitness You're stuff. They're in perfectly good quality." Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, one of the goals you mentioned that stood out to me. That is actually, I think it's really amazing. Because you want to write a script. Mm. Um, I think two things come to mind. One, um, I think it's really amazing that all three of us find things that like a creative outlet outside of abg you know i think working creative for the past ooh, i don't know how long like five six years i see how important that is to have your own creative individuality so i think it's great you want to write a script mm. and if you need software or anything i have like, some free things i found online or like just resources i know you have phil but um i feel like i'm also in the same boat with you i'm a beginner when it comes to writing but yeah. it's it's, just, it's it's exhilarating to write something for yourself yeah yeah, yeah. So that's good yeah,
2: I, that was actually a goal that stood out to me a lot as well. And I echo with Mel uh, that I think all three of us, it's really important that we find other ways to um, make sure that we are not only getting a creative outlet, but also something that is like reinforcing your personal identity. Yeah. Because with the with ABG, the, the way that it's working, it could easily, if you don't put boundaries, become the only thing we focus on, right? So yeah, it is very important to have that balance. Um, but it's also really exciting to me because I was like, oh, I always kind of had this like, I know, I know from working with you that you do, there's like a component where you're really drawn to storytelling Mm -hmm. and you're really drawn to like, um, like creative media type stuff, mm-hmm. uh but I didn't know, and I think you were trying to figure out to what degree you'd want to be involved, right? Because mm-hmm. you're like, I kind of like being in front of the camera, but I also kind of like being behind the camera yeah. and i kind of like setting up the story. But so I think it's uh it's this is like a really great way to start exploring all those different things. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, why not? Why not? Twenty twenty one is a, it's a time to do it. It, mm-hmm. just, it just yeah. I mean, I've had that on my list for like for like years now it's like so do this because it's- something that I do want to do is not out there yet or not that I've seen and I'm mm. just like there needs to be something like this out there so it is from personal experience and, um, and it will be a very vulnerable thing to draft but uh, I've, I've been doing a lot of like saving little thoughts and feelings and I put it aside and, and you know, just I have like a log of things that I, I think might be helpful for it. So it's just putting that together, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. 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 But I think looking back on this list for 2021, I do feel really good. Um, I do feel good inside. And I'll have days, of course, where I feel like a major biatch because my period is approaching. But I think at the end of the day, I do really feel grounded. Like my, I think I mentioned this in the last episode, my tectonic plates have stopped shifting. And now it's just like aftershocks to the earthquake. Mm. And I, I do feel, I feel like proud of the person that I am today. Uh, I, I would say that I am the strongest and the healthiest and the happiest that I've ever been. And as someone who's struggled very hard with positive affirmations, these are really, really weird things for me to say. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for, I'm excited for next year. Yeah. These awesome. are very different goals from the past few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited
1: for you. Same.
0: Thanks, ladies. Thanks, everyone listening.
1: This episode is sponsored by Skillshare. In today's episode, we talk about our goals for 2021, and let me just say how excited I am to be entering a new year. It feels like a blank canvas to refresh, create, and learn more things to elevate yourself. No matter what 2021 brings, you can spend it creating something meaningful with Skillshare's online classes because time is what you make of it. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. With so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. For 2021, I want to be in a mentally better place than I was in 2020. Some classes I'm excited to take that maybe you'll be interested in as well are Designing the Life You Want, Four Exercises for Clarity and Motivation, and Real Productivity, How to Build Habits That Last. I think like these classes go hand in hand, and it'll be a great foundation for the new year. With Skillshare, you can find inspiration in the moment and learn how to express your creativity. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. Bring color and beauty and fun to your year. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash ABG and get a free trial of premium membership. Again, that's Skillshare.com slash ABG. New Year, same us. But today, talking about our New Year's resolutions
0: really does inspire me to show up as the best version of myself every single day. If anything, these past few years have taught me that slowing down and doing the deep work is equally, if not more, important than being efficient and ticking off all the boxes and tasks that we can create for ourselves. And one way I plan to do this is by tuning into Audible, the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks. They have these amazing guided wellness and meditation programs that can really help to slow you down. One that I listened to just this morning is called Equanimity by Bram Barrow. Only 11 minutes and it really helped to shift my mindset for the day. Every month, members get one credit to pick any title in the entire premium selection of bestsellers and new releases, regardless of the price, and to keep forever. Members will also have access to the Plus Catalog, which includes thousands of select audiobooks, podcasts, Audible originals, and more. Visit audible.com abg or text abg to 500-500 to start your free 30-day trial. That's audible.com abg or text abg to 500-500. All right. So next up, we're going to put the spotlight on Ms. Mel
1: Mel. Hello. (laughs) I do want to say your Helen real quickly. Your goals are very inspiring. And these are things I'm mentally noting because I feel like in the last episode, I feel like I shared, um, how 2020 has been a tough year, but I think you're an example of going through, you have gone through really tough things. And then hearing you speak from this like genuine place of growth, I'm like, Oh wow, that's amazing. And, Um, I'm really excited and happy for you for next year. But I think my goals are slightly, let me a little different based off where I was, where I I am personally. Um, I get my goals pretty simple because I'm in a mindset of wanting to heal and rebuild. Mm. The three things I've listed play a pivotal role in increasing my happiness for this year. Mm. Number one, I want to change up how I see myself and rebuild my confidence again. So I want to build a stronger backbone. Um, I think having a strong backbone is something I honestly did not have growing up, like I did not take criticism very well um, i just i 'm a sensitive person, you both know that, and I got told so many times I'm like you have to get a stronger backbone in high school it 's something I tried to develop and I, I did work towards it probably later in high school and then in college, I feel like I found my I found my barrier and protection of my backbone if that makes any sense, mm. um, but I think this year kind of um, it it, it got chipped at and it's not as strong anymore. And like, for example, when I see comments or criticism, I don't bounce back as quickly as I used to. And maybe I feel as if public criticism is increasing. I don't know. And it's hitting me deeper than it should. And I think that's something I'm noting. Mm. I really want to change the lens I have on myself right now. Like I feel like I have these like, you know, it's like rose colored glasses. I don't, it's like the opposite of that, of how I view myself. Mm. And I know the thing I need to do is change that lens because that lens is incorrect. I have 2020 vision, so I don't know the right terminology. I <laughs> um, so I wrote down different ways of how I'm going to um, be, you know, accomplishing these goals. I put for one, I'm going to work on changing my thought process. And instead of saying one, I'm not blank enough. I want to say, Mel, you're doing great in your whole. Because the constant dialogue I had last year was like, Mel, you are not good enough. Mel, you're not pretty enough. Mel, you're not working hard enough. You're not blank enough. Mm-hmm. But you know, one thing I learned, from listening to Brene Brown and just like reflecting is like, I'm always been enough. Mm-hmm. That's always been there. Mm-hmm. So I need to remind myself to really believe in that statement. And another thing I want to do is I do journal from time to time. Um, but it's just been something that's not really built into my routine that I think I need to build in to have more words of affirmation And I think about this conversation I had with Janet when I was breaking down to her towards the end of the year and I was crying about how I felt like shit. And she was like, Mel, I need you to wake up every morning Smile in that mirror, like just smile and write down on a post-it note what you feel good about yourself.
2: Yeah, and that was actually based off of something that Helen had mentioned in an earlier episode that when she was working through her therapy, positive affirmations were an exercise that she was doing, right? Mm -hmm. Going into the mirror and writing a post-it note about saying something positive about yourself. Mm -hmm. And I had also heard it from my friend Dreshdu when she was going through a really challenging period. She's like, I would get up in the morning and just physically make myself smile because there's something that it does, like your physical movements actually does create a chemical reaction in your brain Mm -hmm. or like it, it, it does affect
0: your mood right mm-hmm. that's also where like the power pose comes from right yeah like standing pose. where you kind of stick your chest out and put your arms by your waist and you kind of just like stand up tall and stand up strong and that actually makes you feel more powerful than you know just like slouching over mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah so if you feel like you can't control how you're feeling or what you're thinking control what you're
0: physically doing and that mm-hmm. might help kind of and it does, and it mm-hmm. does. Yes, I will say it does. I, I will say the the sticky notes are weird. It feels weird. You're like, yeah. oh, okay, no one come into my bathroom because <laughs> yeah. it's like strange. Like you're awesome. You're you know, it's like yeah. no one come in here. Yeah. And you share a bathroom, darling. But if she understands, and maybe she'll like it too. You can leave Aww. notes for her and be like, mm-hmm. hey, darling, like I love how you blah blah blah. And just leave notes yeah. of like gratitude for each other. It's a it's a really good feeling to see.
1: Yeah. No, I think for me, I just started doing it. it, it, it actually, luckily, I have a I have a mirror closet, so it's some, oh, yeah, some kind of right private. There. And it's like a big board yeah um but i i have a i have a post-it notes on my bookshelf now that's like right with the pen right next to it so in the morning after i brush my teeth i go in and like smile in front of the mirror and i'm like writing I, I think about what's something i'm like happy about within myself and something sometimes i try not to focus on the physical it's like more of the mental yeah like i love i wrote <laughs> yesterday i was like i love how creative you are mel like you could write you could edit a video in an hour and i was like oh shit, yeah, that's pretty
0: good you know it is. Um, yeah. that's true
1: yeah but um, I think it's nice to have these tangible things I could do every single day. Because I do, like, routine. Like, with journaling, I love journaling, but I'm like, oh, I'll journal later. Like, it's always, like, yeah. a, it's nothing. something, like, I feel like I have to sit down and actually, like, put mm. more effort in. But, like, a post-it note is kind of more quick and, like, it's still, like, the little reminders.
0: So one thing that I used to do is just, like, journal physically all the time where it's, like, pen to paper. But if you keep something on your laptop, like, I have all of these different notes where it's like my 11 11 wishes oh. my, um, so I can know what I want to like manifest into something bigger mm-hmm. I have my dreams every time if I wake up in the morning and I remember my dreams I'll write it down because mm-hmm. I'm just like Ooh, weird yeah. I want to connect my dreams and then I have like a journal one where I just write just random things and I have an abg like learnings one where Mm -hmm. I try to track things that I feel or things that I'm learning with abg along for the journey Mm -hmm. and there's something where it's like it's easy easily accessible if it's on your laptop Mm -hmm. so that you don't feel like you have to because I I also felt that way where I'm like i have to sit down have to find quiet time Mm -hmm. make sure no one's bothering me like and then you know spend a good 30 minutes to an hour journaling and it can feel like more of a task Mm -hmm. sometimes Mm -hmm. you know so if you have it on your laptop Mm -hmm. and you just want to get it out it does feel really good too.
1: Yeah, I think for me, like, I actually have um, I have a journal and I have, like, a Word doc where I just put journal and I have all my, my entries from, like, the past two years on it. Yeah. But for me, I think my psychology, I'm just like, oh, it's still a lot of effort to sit down and process versus, like, quick hits in the morning. And, like, these little things that yeah. are bite-sized, I think will start adding up. Mm. Um, and also think with the notes, that's a good tip. I have so many notes that are, like, very work... Like, I categorize all my work stuff. I'm just, like... I think I associate mm. my notes with my work sometimes. Mm. It's, like, oh. more like being proactive. Yeah. Or you can try Evernote because yeah. Janet yeah. used Evernotes. Right? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I could find a way, but I think right now i want to start small and just do post it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, see how yeah. that goes. Um, another thing um, I want to do is continue going to therapy to really reframe things. I started going back to therapy last year, and um, I just want to continue. I think it's just a good way to take care of myself, and it's, like, a mental check. Mm-hmm. And whenever I go... I always feel better. I'm like, good. So thank you, BetterHelp. <laughs> um, and the last thing I wrote for this, for number one, um, is one thing I want to continue for New Year is have a nice morning routine. I kind of like started th- doing this this past year in 2020 and I really like it. Like I wake up in the morning, I wake up to, and I, I start playing Up First NPR and that's like my wake up call. Mm-hmm. So, and I start making my bed, I bring it, actually I bring it to the bathroom with me as I brush my teeth and then I start making coffee or tea and I just sit down for a little bit. And I think that kind of just starts my day right Mm. yeah so I want to continue that because it feels like a little quiet moment or of self-care in the before I start my my day Mm -hmm. that's good yeah the second thing I want to focus on for next for this year is I want to create experiences for myself that allow me to thrive again you know I think granted with everything going on this past year I know I'm really fortunate in a lot of ways but I feel like I want to thrive not just on a professional front but on the personal front um, you know, for me, I feel overall really happy with ABG and I know it's a huge part of me since I'm one third of ABG, but I want to create experiences for Mel, like for myself. Um, I think, again, I mentioned before, like that was me, you know, going to the movies and having dinner and all this stuff like on my own. Um, I think now I need to find alternative ways of doing that. Like that sense of independence. I used to feel really helped with my happiness and confidence. Mm. So how am I going to be doing this? I thought about maybe instead of getting food delivered, I'm going to might do pickup instead. I think just being in my car, having my having some music on, feeling like I'm going somewhere just for like a pickup food, like really just changes my mood a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, um, when I think about experiences, like one of the strongest callings, and I think you both know about this from 2020 is, I want to move to Taiwan for a bit this year, if it's possible. Um, I think one thing that I just latched onto in 2020 was my culture. It's something that doesn't change. It's always been something solid, For me to depend on, I think from having conversations with my mom of of, you know how she grew up, you know exchanging Taiwanese books with my little brother, and just reading the book Love Boat Taipei because it takes place in Taiwan, it just like the strong like feeling of I just want to be there, Mm -hmm. you know. And Taiwan plays such a special role in my life because I've been going there since I was a kid, and I've always wanted to live there since I was young. I just never like bite the bullet. Is that the right word? Um, bite the whatever, bite something. <laughs> <laughs> bite the pineapple cake. Bite something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my, God, that sounds so good. But you know, I also think you know they are handling the pandemic a little differently there as well. But I just really want to experience living in a different country, and mm-hmm. I think you both know that. Just it's been tugging at me for a while. Um. So if I can possibly go there for a few months next year and just live there, I think I would. Yeah. Um. And, and we fully
0: support that yeah. Uh, yeah. decision if you do.
1: Yeah, which I'm pretty excited about. And I guess the last thing that I really want to focus on for 2021 is um, kind of when I meant, when you mentioned your script writing um, I want to create more videos and content that I enjoy making for myself mm. um, I do watch a lot of videos um, and I, I think I had this conversation with was like I call it lounging because I do love to relax but I genuinely love consuming content whether it's Asian American focused, whether it's what's trending right now to Korean dramas I love just consuming stuff because I think it inspires me to create things for myself yeah And, you know, lately I've been really into creating like these type, these like calming type of videos of like people cooking and different activities. And, you know, they're kind of videos you put on the background, but they're they're, like aesthetic and kind of relaxing to watch. So I think that's something I want to lean into and just make for myself. And, Mm. you know, I've been thinking a lot about Korean drama content and I want to learn how to lean into my interests more and just create things that really excite me. Because Mm. I think when I create things, I actually become like, I get really happy. Like I love creating things. I'm like, man, like it's a tangible thing to be like, look what I made, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I haven't done that for myself this year. And I just, I want to do that. Like, I I think I had a conversation with you too. And I felt like kind of just like creatively stripped in my mind. And you're like, Mel, why don't you do this? Whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. And literally the next day I made a reel. Yeah. And I was like putting it up and making it. I just felt so good. Like I hadn't felt good in so long. You, just, you know
0: yeah feeling I think feeling inspired to create mm. again it's something that also comes from a place where you mentally feel good yeah enough to want to create exactly. so it's like how do you address that step first right yeah. the mental part where it's like you're mentally content and mm-hmm. uh, capable of thinking and, and producing these things and then you you execute yeah and then you can actually be happy about it too yeah,
1: yeah. I think you said or something earlier about like it's kind of kind of like um I think when I think of overall like theme for me this year it's like I want to be content with who I am mm. and maybe in some ways that's what 30 is going to be for me. It's like really learning how to re-love myself, but love myself in a different way. Cause I know even Janet, you always tell me, you're like, no Mel, like I know you're trying to like turning 30. It's like, it's incredible how you're going through all this stuff now. Cause you're going through change. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes I think about turning 30 of like, I'm going to be this best boss woman or whatever, like this confident girl. And like, in some ways that requires change though. Yeah.
2: Or struggle and distress and, like, tears and pain, all of that, it's a signal that you're pushing yourself and you're growing, right? Mm -hmm. And I do feel like 2020, like, I think a lot of people were pushed, but for many reasons and just the time of this in your life where you're about to approach 30 and all of the changes, like, this is, I think you were pushed to a a pretty big, big edge in your life this year, mm-hmm. which is a positive thing. And it, I do like that it sounds like 2020, 2021, your goal is now about healing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we've broken you apart, how do you want to reformat the new Mel, mm. right? Just picture, like, some robot that's broken. (laughs) Picture, like, a flower vase. Aww. Like a broken flower vase. How do you want to put it back together? Yeah,
0: There's a word called kintsuji. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's called golden repair. So I think this is within Japanese art. It's a Japanese art of repairing broken pottery by mending the areas of breakage with liqueur, dusted, or mixed with powdered gold. So all of the cracked pieces are actually painted gold i remember when i was going through therapy i was like yo i'm a broken flower pot
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah but a lot of the sentiment behind that is that they want to celebrate like the broken pieces of you like that is essential to the overall piece Mm -hmm. right so it's like anything that you're going through that's challenging or painful that's essential to who you are and it makes it more beautiful
1: too Mm -hmm. once you're healed Thank you. That's what I'm going to be focusing on for 2020. One, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, but yeah, that's going to be focusing on for 2021. Um, thank you for both of you ladies for giving me encouragement and your advice. I think these are things I do my countless of crying sessions with you both. I am noting, I've been mentally noting all this stuff to like learn. I'm like learning from yeah. your actions. So thank you. Is there anything where Mel at the age of 30, you have big goals for yourself? That's only in two months I know I to be honest no good yeah I just want to I think for me it's like I it's kind of what you said I think two years ago like you don't want to set somebody like all these goals and not hit and feel disappointed yeah I think for me it's just like if I could get to a place where like maybe I want to be I want to say a better version of myself but that's really what I want to be like I feel I think I'm I'm hoping that like when I say rebuild I don't want to rebuild to the previous person I was I I think in some ways I was happy with who who I was before I was confident I was happy. I was bubbly. I think I still am those things. But if any way, if there's any way to reprogram myself to be a Mel, I guess, 2.0, like we referenced the holiday. Hayden 2.0, Mel 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, you know, <laughs> but if I can be some version of a Mel 2.0 that's just much better and, like, just in a healthier mindset yeah. of how she views things, that would be just ideal, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I'm excited for if I could get to there. Not even by 30, just maybe 30 is a year I'm working towards that. Yeah. I'll be happy. Yeah, where you start to do some of the reframing
2: of the way that you think about things and the way that which then affect how you feel about things. Yeah, and, yeah. I think
1: it's the first time in some ways that I actually feel that could, I, I could actually get there.
2: Mm. I, I feel
1: really stuck lately. Mm. So talking to you both right now about this is like, okay, you know what? I kind of see, I see the light and I think, yeah. I, could get, I, think I could get there. Yeah. yeah,
2: that's great. And I think that's for a lot of our listeners who might be feeling like... 2020 has put you in a state of feeling stuck Mm -hmm. um looking forward and setting resolutions is a good way to start feeling like to give yourself some momentum right yeah yeah
1: it's something to look forward to Mm -hmm. yeah 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 even the intro when jenna's like and we're 21 i was like hell the fuck yeah (laughs) i'm so over you (laughs) um
0: thank you (laughs) bye-bye
1: yeah (laughs) thank you next Yes. yes thing i always have in my bag whenever i go out now is deodorant you never know when you'll get hit with the sweats and the unpleasant armpit smell i'm someone that wears deodorant every single day and i feel naked without it on finding the right deodorant you trust to put on your body is hard but i'm happy i found one native native aluminum free deodorant is a great addition to your 2021 routine it's definitely part of mine native cares about what you put on your armpits that's why their ingredient list includes things you actually heard of like coconut oil and shea butter Native is risk-free to try. Every product comes with free shipping within the U.S. plus free 30-day returns and exchanges. And they have options. Native has a line of sensitive deodorants for people with baking soda sensitivities, plastic-free deodorants if you're trying to cut down your plastic consumption, and even an unscented option if you're all about your natural scent. Make the switch to Native today by going to nativedo.com/abg. Or use promo code ABG at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash ABG or use promo code ABG at checkout for 20% off your first order.
2: Making sense of time in 2020 was a little tricky. Not only was dating on my mind, but I was also thinking of my timeline for a future family. Before modern fertility, I didn't have any insight into my fertility situation, which I think is a pretty important topic for women like me who want to have a family in the not-so-distant future. Modern Fertility is an at-home fertility hormone test that you take with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label, and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. They provide insight into your egg count, hormone levels, and any reproductive red flags. The results go in-depth into what every hormone means, and you can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility only costs $159. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash ABG, you can get $20 off your test. They also take HSA and FSA dollars. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash ABG. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at your doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash ABG. Modernfertility.com slash ABG.
1: But Janet, I'm really curious and excited to hear about what your resolutions are for 2021. Oh, oh my resolutions. Okay. Um, so let's see.
2: 2020, uh, if you listened to last episode, I mentioned that I felt like the theme of 2020 was it was a building year. And this might be kind of dark to say, but I actually think 2021 is going to be a potentially even harder year for me. Mm. I said in the previous episode that I'm a delayed emotion processor, right? So I feel like all the stuff that happened in 2020, um, I kind of, I usually react with just actions and doing what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And it isn't until much later that the feelings hit me. So given that timing, then I think that this coming year is going to be a year when I'm going to start processing a lot of the things that happened in 2020 or how it affected me. Also, uh, in Chinese superstition, when it's the year of your zodiac sign, it's supposed to be an unlucky year filled with many obstacles for you. And next year is the year of the ox, and I am an ox. So um, with that in mind, anticipating that I might be going through um, you know, even more challenges or changes or having to, to be more... Uh, or having to process more things that are difficult, I think it's going to be incredibly important for me to be even more centered, grounded, positive, and inspired, which is a lot of the things that you ladies have kind of listed off, right? The very first thing that comes to mind when I think about if that is my goal is to be centered, positive, and inspired, I think about meditation Mm. and so much shit happened this year. And I feel like the one thing, if I had to pick one thing that really, really, I felt like I helped me and that I would promote to other people, um, it's meditation. And I really feel like from, because for me, this was something that I started to develop into a habit Mm. and it's now, I started this uh, type of meditation, maybe like at the end of 2019. Mm -hmm. So now it has been a full year where more or less like two times a day, I will meditate for 20 minutes. I'm not, it's not been perfect. Like I have skipped full days, uh, maybe a couple days in a row, but for the most part I do that. And um, what I've noticed is that it's starting like, I think with meditation, for me, it's not something that I feel a change of right away. It's something that you I've seen when I do it for a long, long, long period of time. And then when I stop doing it, then I feel a difference. Mm. So when, when I stop, you know, when there's an absence, then I kind of start to say, oh, okay, I actually think that, you know, when I'm not meditating, I'm starting to feel a little bit more anxious or a little bit more like floaty or like whatever it is. Yeah, and I think that now it's been enough time where it's starting to feel less like an obligation and more like something that I actually look forward to in my mm. day to have kind of a little bit of reprieve. Um, so... That is something that from 2020, I want to really continue to focus on in 2021. And in terms of, you know, building off of that more, I would love to, and I've been kind of doing some Google searching into how I could maybe deepen my practice with either meditation and or yoga, Mm. Um, whether with like a a certification course or maybe Mm. like get, you know, something like that. Um, So that is something, in addition to furthering my personal practice, I would love to find a way where I can somehow use this with other people in some way so if you are out there and you know of a good meditation instruction or leading type program and not necessarily one that studies meditation but one that kind of focuses on helping you um, be able to lead meditations because that's a very different skill set like how do you come up with like uh, leading guided meditations or even like leading yoga or things like that um, send me a message
0: (laughs) Jay that is something that you I Uh can totally see you doing (laughs) as like a separate career (laughs) honestly you have like the perfect tone the perfect voice for it, the perfect storytelling, yeah. the perfect look for it. If I want to peek, peek my eye open and look at you, like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> close, it, close it back again. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you know, I think when we talk about with ABG, like what are the things? Like it is all already so amazing to feel people receptive to to us with like anything that we put out, right? Mm-hmm. But when I've gotten messages specifically. About like oh um your meditation really helped me today yeah like that to me is like oh my god okay I'm trying to as we talked about with a b d experiment put different things Mm -hmm. out there and see what people enjoy from Mm -hmm. you right and if that is and when I get messages from that I'm like okay then this feels right it's something
0: I enjoy doing and it's something that other people enjoy receiving and it is something that is creative and something that helps people which are two things that you mentioned yeah yeah in the past resolutions yes yes
2: yeah so and the thing is it's like I've dabbled in both meditation and yoga for many years but never consistently so i feel like 2020 was the year where i really I, i got to develop a consistent habit of really Mm -hmm. practicing it and now i'm like really sold and i want in 2021 to be able to deepen that relationship yeah i love it and it.
1: and i will say as a consumer of your meditation series i i think you're really good at it like i think during during the thanksgiving break i did your gratitude i know it's oprah's oprah's idea for the gratitude exercise but your voice the way you say it, i did it every day oh and then anytime you had like a sometimes you're like oh friday like like friday meditation to start your weekend i'm like oh and i actually do it and i haven't like used a meditation app in a, in a while but i'm like oh i'll use janet's oh so i go to you i go to yours dog let's do
0: it <laughs> let's do it yes abg so. meditation app yeah. <laughs> 2021 led by janet she could she's a ux designer oh my god you could design your own One app
2: i design, but i can't make it we need an engineer for that if you're an engineer who wants to design an ABG meditation app, I don't
0: know, putting it out there. Maybe maybe 2022. Hello at know. AsianBossGirl.com. That's a, that's a new email. I don't think we've sent that email on this podcast yet. Hello. <laughs> at AsianBossGirl.com. Yes, we've now
2: actually upgraded to our customized domain. So you can email us at hello at AsianBossGirl.com or book or partner uh, or shop at AsianBossGirl.com. Maybe. All of the above. Just try all of it. Yes, try, try all of them. <laughs> Um, But yeah, so that that's like my very first thing when I think about being centered Mm. and being inspired and being positive. Um, The second thing is uh, family. And um, one thing that I have kind of realized in, in the past couple of years is that my family, we're not major phone people and we tend to do better uh, catching up in person and mm. since I'm used to visiting them in person pretty frequently I have a habit of like saving all of my updates for the visit and not really interacting with them on a day-to-day like we don't really talk on the phone I don't really text much with them besides just like very tactical things but this year because of you know COVID like I've still been able to visit my parents like maybe once a month and like you know uh, for shorter periods but I haven't been able to see my sister very much mm. and because of that we've actually had more phone conversations yeah. still not as much as i like but um, that is something that I think I want to start developing more of a habit is just like calling her or my parents up like randomly and I think usually because I'm I think that oh when I call them it needs to be like a 30 minute conversation Mm -hmm. hour-long conversation I want to get in the habit of it could just be like a five minute Mm -hmm. check-in and that's like fine right um so yeah, I think and that for me I think is also something where like because of the pandemic this year we've seen the number of people in our lives drastically decrease, right? But hopefully then the people that remained are a lot like more Uh, their core for you Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and and for me like being in LA with you ladies like so my friends I feel like are very my my close circle of friends are very present in my life Mm -hmm. but with my family because I haven't been able to see them as much it's like I want to be able to maintain that relationship and adjust Mm -hmm. even though in 2021 we're going to go back to quote knock on wood right like whenever we get to see each other more again but I think one benefit I could take from this time is maybe Mm -hmm. the habit of like more frequent phone and texts and stuff like that Um, so that's number two to help ground me and keep me positive, is my family. The number three thing is movement. Um, and uh Helen had spoken about this as well for health. And for me, um, I just know from personal experience that moving is critical to my mental and emotional health. Mm. I feel a lot better when I'm doing it, and I don't feel good when I'm not, right? Mm. But here's the thing: it's not necessarily about exercise like in the way that I think about exercise, because I think especially in LA um, we are used to like going to a class and committing to an hour long session or going for a run. And if it's like considered, if it's defined as a run, it's gotta be for like an hour long somewhere else. Right. But one thing I've learned from quarantine, cause now I have to do yoga at home is like, there's like 20 minute online sessions, 10 minute online sessions. Mm-hmm. And when I do that, I actually do that maybe more frequently and it doesn't feel like such a big thing mm-hmm. to, you know, have to do. So I wrote, move more often and less intensely. Oh. And I actually found this, like, when I was living in San Francisco, I was walking a lot more and actually did not have any type of exercise routine. But that also, I felt, like, more balanced mentally and emotionally. Mm-hmm. So it's like, whether whether it's like you know shorter classes or going for walks it's just i want to be more mindful about incorporating movement into Mm -hmm. my day and that's been especially because of quarantine like i haven't been the best about like incorporating movement Um, but i want to reframe how i think about it and it's not like i have to go get a workout in maybe it's just like okay then i'm gonna call my sister and then while i'm on the call i'm gonna walk around my apartment right Mm -hmm. and it's like if i move for 10 minutes that day um I, i i just know that that like
0: that changes my mental and my Mm. emotional health. All right, Mel, that's on me and you to go, get the fuck out. (laughs)
1: Leave your room. I think maybe you, when she says, I was like, I don't move. (laughs) Let's be real. I I find a spot and I stay there.
0: (laughs) All right, I'll move with you, Jay. Thank you, thank you, yes.
2: Uh, so Helena, yeah, pre-COVID we were doing yoga and then... No, that was yeah, fun. It was yeah. nice. Um, <laughs> and, and now it's like, I think it's harder for us to get out because we're in downtown, like there's not a lot of places to go outdoors, but every once in a while we'll we'll try to make it out somewhere outdoors and we both enjoy kind of being outside and moving yeah, our bodies. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so that's definitely something I want to continue implementing and or like that I want to re-implement in my life in 2021.
1: Also, Mel, you, you freaking move, you dance like you your butt off all the time. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I got to insert real quick. It's funny because you say that, and I was talking to our friend Tim. He's like, I was saying like, yeah, I just like the girls love working out. I just don't work out. He's like, yeah, the only time I see you work out is, is drunk dancing at a air, rent, Airbnb, Airbnb rental, which is true. But I do love that you both value movement, and like you guys found ways to like implement into your routine. Like there are so many times during retreat, like you both will wake up early. Like, oh, do you want to go um uh, go on a jog or go on a run? I'm like, a part of me deep down, just like. Yay. The room to myself, <laughs> to like, I don't know, just like self care in different ways. Yeah, so it kind of sure. works for all three of us, you know? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. It, whatever self care looks like to you is going to be very the different from, from the yeah. person next exactly. to you. So, yes, find the thing that works for you. Exactly.
1: When you said movement, I was like, is she moving to the burbs too? No,
0: but well, interesting that you say
2: that because the next thing on my list in terms
0: of Good what transition. I think, well, what you have <laughs> this for
1: three years. You're yeah. killing it in 2021
2: already. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Uh, yeah, but in terms of. In terms of move movement and remaining inspired, inspired, being inspired being a theme for me for 2021, um, I am very heavily affected by my space. Mm. And I have felt, especially with COVID and being, you know, having the lockdown and being indoors, the exacerbation of being suffocated in a tiny downtown apartment. Um, and so my, my thing is, I don't think I will physically m- make the move in 2021, um, but I want to start planning for it. And what that means is to think more specifically about where I'd like to move. And as Helen mentioned, like I feel like I've loved living in the city for or living in a city uh, setting for a while. But now I'm ready to not be in a downtown setting. Mm-hmm. I want to be where there's space, where there is, trees. where there are trees, and where I can you know run outside and and things like that. So I am probably
0: gonna look for a more suburban setting.
1: Tell me why um,
0: Janet's gonna have like the biggest garden. She's just gonna go up and eat a plant. <laughs> I think you're you're projecting on her right yeah,
1: now. She wants
2: she wants the garden, and uh, I don't. I think you, you have to keep plants alive, though, and that's.
0: Oh no! Like I could totally see Janet with like a little bunny rabbit, and they're both just like, hey,
1: <laughs> <laughs> cheering on the leaf. Please? No, just can me. We, yeah, just you. Okay. Can you both right. find a place with a pool so I can just like join with in. A, pool, a pool, yeah, girl. Pool do you think takes I am? a lot to
2: upkeep as well. That's, true. that's Yeah, you, you want to wanna... come upkeep it? You want to be my pool woman? woman? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Actually, I don't know anything about the chlorine stuff, but I'll, all right, I'll, that I'll sounds like no, you can't.
2: Um. But yeah, I, I want to start doing the research mm. and thinking about like the financing and all of that, right? Yeah. Uh, it's still kind of a dream right now, um, but I think that having like that to start planning towards and research can also mm. be an exciting form oh, of yeah. inspiration for me next year. And in, in the short term, what I can do, which you ladies have already seen me do, is to move the furniture in my place around to kind of change up, to make it feel a little bit different, yeah. right? Um, so, that, so that's something I am, I'm going to be implementing more is just... Not quite moving, but but looking into that. Mm. Home deco. Home deco? Home decorations?
0: Like oh, You're, you're yeah, changing yeah. around your space to yeah. get more of a, a homey feel. Oh, that's home decor. <laughs> I don't know. Either or. You Either add an R, I take away an I think she wants to say Home Depot, but... Okay. <laughs> home dec. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sounds weird. I don't
2: know what you're <laughs> Last, I guess, New Year's resolution for 2021. Again, because I think I already said this in 2020, <laughs> and I might have said it in 2019. Uh to have you know to find my husband (laughs)
0: land a man yeah (laughs) not on the moon but on Janet I don't know Oh, God. Here's the thing.
2: The logical part of me is like, resolutions are should be things that are within your control. And of course, Mm, it is not within my control to find my husband. I should be more specific and say, what are the things, Janet, that you're going to do to find your husband? Um, So, and I did, because in 2020, I reviewed like, what are the things? Be more open, you know, like go for more date sessions and that
0: kind of a thing. Physically, mentally, everything.
2: Yeah, physically, mentally, everything. And here's the thing. Um, I had implemented those in 2020 and I think all I I can do is just to continue implementing what I can control in 2021. Mm-hmm. And that means being emotionally vulnerable. Um, I was telling you ladies last night, I watched to all the boys I loved before The What is the sequel? The part sequel? two. Part two. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, uh, and definitely two? had a good cry and it was a little, and it wasn't like a sappy cry. It was a cry, not like a, oh, so adorable. It was a crying of like seeing how innocent and beautiful and easy uh, love could be. Y'all, yeah, puppy love though. That shit is it is false. Yeah, yeah. It is false. It is false. But I think, actually here, here's what made me cry because I saw that and I recognized how beautiful it was and I felt like it was foreign. Mm-hmm. Like I could not relate. The way that I used to be able to watch like sappy movies and be like, aw, I couldn't, aw. It almost felt like I was watching a movie in a different language. Like I just oh, felt so separate from that. Wow. And that's scary because it's like, wow, I feel so jaded mm-hmm. and, and like as if that's Achieving any type of that type of love is so out of reach for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the fact that I was able to cry about it means that I've, I'm acknowledging it. I'm mm. feeling it, right? Mm-hmm. So being open and vulnerable. And when I said I wanted to be more proactive too, I told myself that if I turned 35 and I didn't have any like real potential partners in the works or like any relationship that I was like, you know, actively in and fostering, that I was gonna uh, take additional steps. Mm -hmm. And I was always interested in seeking like matchmaking services and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was actually very timely to me that we met Maggie when we did Mm -hmm. and that we, you know, interviewed her for the podcast. And so that to me feels like I'm starting off this year um, trying out something that I haven't tried before mm-hmm. when it comes to dating. Mm. So my last goal for 2021 is to find my husband, but really it's more just to be open and vulnerable and to continue putting myself out there.
0: She's trying to start it off with a bang. Yeah. You know what
1: I'm
0: saying? Uh, <laughs> girl, I know what you said. End <laughs> it with
1: a bang. <laughs> End <Yeah. laughs> with a bang. Oh yeah, <laughs> Bang, bang. <laughs> um, but I had this like really random epiphany moment when you're talking about, you know, hopefully a man will come into your life, your husband will come into your life um, this year um You mentioned that you want to start leveling up your meditation and mm-hmm. yoga. Yeah. Who knows through that avenue, you might actually find someone that mm-hmm. we haven't even tapped into yet. You know? That engineer who's about to reach out to us, y'all. Who's the, who's <laughs> the yoga verse Oh, you mean you. Oh. To make the app. To make the
0: app <laughs> yeah. and stand on his ear. Remember in one of the last episodes we said if you could balance on your ear, that'd be crazy. You said that. So.
1: <laughs> but, you know, honestly, we don't know what's going to happen this year. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see.
0: I am very hopeful um, for all three of us. I think we have a lot of good things that we want to accomplish this next year. It's a lot of growth. It's a lot, it's gonna be tough. It sounds yeah. like it's gonna be a tough year, but it's gonna be one where we're gonna, can you imagine next year we're gonna listen back on this and be like, whoa, who is that person? Cause you're gonna have grown so much by then. That is so exciting to like look forward to.
1: Yeah, I'm actually smiling right now. <laughs> Which actually
2: is like um, – and this is something that we had mentioned uh, in our – previous episode is that we have we actually listened to our past episodes to help us kind of prepare for some of these like new resolutions Mm -hmm. so for our listeners we would suggest that you know you do the same like take the time to capture your resolutions whether as helen said writing them down or maybe you even want to record them for yourself and then you can play it back next year
1: and another thing i want to add to what janet's saying is like you know talk with your girlfriends and your best friends about you know what you want to accomplish because i think having both of them on the podcast with me, it's like you have someone to hold you accountable for your goals and someone to encourage you and say, hey, you know, I, I've seen how far you've grown. You know, I think that sometimes with, if you're just writing to yourself, you don't really know how how far you've come, right? So mm-hmm. having someone else there, like your friends, whether it's a partner or your close friends, just to be there by your side to kind of help in some ways monitor your growth. It's actually extremely helpful and it's actually really encouraging yeah. Yeah. when you hit the, you know, December 31st of 2021.
0: And I would also say that if I look back on the past two years, because we have been keeping track of our goals, that in in 2018, a lot of my goals were all external focus, right? About like helping other people or getting a pull-up or whatever it is make sure that your goals are also balanced where Mm. there are things that you're working on internally and then things you want to achieve externally. Try and take a look at your list and say to yourself, is this balanced? And try and really in this year, if you are struggling with something and it is a scary thing for you to address and maybe some people don't need to hear this and maybe some people do, take that time to really get uncomfortable with yourself and try and address that thing. Mm We are here to support you in spirit. Thank you so much for joining us and listening in to all of our goals, resolutions, hashtag aims, hashtag whatever. If you don't know what that is, reference the past resolutions (laughs) episodes. But we are super excited to be bringing you some exciting content at Asian Boss Girl and we hope to continue growing with you in this new year.
2: We have some shout-outs today. Shout-out from Julie to Lucy, who are good friends and haven't seen each other for over two months because of the pandemic, and they listen to ABG while they work from home. Thank you, ladies, so much for listening.
0: Also, Archie wishes a happy birthday to Amberly. Thank you for passing out on my toilet six years ago during your belligerent freshman days at Davis.
1: Shout-out to Karen for all your hard work on finishing your computer science master's degree. You're a wonderful friend, I hope you treat yourself with a ton of fruit teas and Korean food. From Rachel.
2: So if you have a shout out that you want to send to a friend, whether it's a birthday message or anniversary, uh, congratulating them on a new job, whatever it is, send us an email at shoutouts at asianbossgirl.com. That's shoutouts with an S at asianbossgirl.com. For links and codes to partners that we've mentioned in this episode, you can check our show notes or head to our website for more discounts. Also, you can follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, um, leave us a rating and review. Those really help us out. Share this episode with a friend if you enjoyed it. And if you'd like to check out some of our merch, you can head to
1: asianbossgirl.myshopify.com. We are also very active on social media. We're at Asian Boss Girl. If you resonate with today's episode, go to our latest Instagram post and comment your resolution for 2021. We also have a YouTube channel. Uh, We have some fun content coming out for this new year. So check us out at Asian Boss Girl. And last but not least, we want to thank our freaking talented editor, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. I know you're listening right now um, for working her magic on all the episodes, including this one. And we will catch you all on the next episode of 2021. Bye. Bye.